So you basically see it, this is going to be like, well, it's almost like, uh, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people, if you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated... That is what it is, so, yep, yep. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, you can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. And so today I'm announcing that I will not be seeking re-election. And that my term as Prime Minister will conclude no later than the 7th of February. It is January 20th, 2023. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the all my links. It has all of Rob's socials, his news real clear article. And speaking of articles... Head over to the College Fix, and you will see that they have an article about us and our fight against the University of Richmond. And it is their number one article. It's kicking all the other articles' butts in terms of metrics. We know the metrics well. It's I guess we're just we just have great personalities. Ain't that the truth, Rob? Well, you forgot sex appeal, Stan. I mean, I would say ninety-seven percent of all those hits on their page are. Are are women between the ages of twenty four and thirty five who are hot looking? Do you know what Riz is? What risk is? Do you know what Riz is? No, tell me, Stan. Riz. People have it or they don't have it. Riz. So you're making me Google this. <laughs> Riz is what young people call charisma. Oh, charisma. Yeah, you either have it or you don't, Stu. Riz. Well, you know, a lot of things you can't teach, which is what's so stupid about academia today, like being a teacher. You got to go this fifth year to, you know, learn how to indoctrinate students. Either you got a personality and you can communicate or you don't, okay? And uh, the same thing's true with academics. You know, you might be able to have enough to teach before you even go to ed school or maybe after a semester or two it's just treating everybody the same as though they're drones and you can train them to do certain things doesn't work that way all right Stu. speaking of people who think like this we've got more news from davos today the world economic forum you've got this guy uh uh he's the chairman of siemens he's the dane jim hageman And this is what he said, and this is how these people think. This is what they want you to do. It's a very important point that you are addressing. Um, My daughter, 24, inspired me and said that, how can you advocate for these zero-carbon value chains if you still eat meat? And so I stopped eating meat. Now the math would say, well, you need to stop eating meat uh, 11 years to compensate for a flight to Thailand. Yes, but if a billion people stop eating meat, I tell you it has a big impact. Not only does it have a big impact on the current food system, but it will also inspire innovation of food systems. And I predict that we will have proteins not coming from 
um, meat in the future. They will probably taste even better. So why are we trying to mimic meat if we can have a better taste? They will be zero carbon and much healthier than the kind of food that we eat today. Is there something wrong with the current food system, Stu? I can get a hamburger anytime I want, okay? It's amazing. I can call Grubhub and they have a hamburger over here in 15 minutes. What's wrong with the current food system? But it will also inspire innovation of food systems, meaning bugs. Hagman predicted proteins that don't come from animals will taste better. Well, one, what the hell is he talking about? And he's predicting it. Uh, taste better to whom? I mean, so <laughs> they're projecting your taste buds on you. You see, Stu, they're telling you what you should find savory and unsavory. Uh, <laughs> what makes your mouth water and what doesn't? You know, you're, you're wrong if you don't want to eat bugs. Fake lab-grown synthetic meat will be healthier and taste better, according to Hagman. So they're substituting their judgment for your taste buds. Hmm. All right, Stu, they're a bunch of fucking wackos. Alec Baldwin, this is funny as hell. Such a bloviating blob of hot air. But you probably heard the news now. He's been indicted on two involuntary manslaughter accounts. And this is what gets me about this guy and these Hollywood guys. They're very anti-gun, but yet they want to play this badass in the movies who uses guns to do all this badass stuff. Well, if you're, if you're against guns, why are you acting like that? Um, you know, don't you have any principles? Well, anyway, he's been on the record of saying that he didn't pull the trigger of this gun and blaming everybody else for it. This is the murder of uh, Halna Hutchins. Um, but the gun's been, I mean, it shows you how much these anti-gun folks don't know anything about guns. There's a pin that hits the cartridge, okay? There's a mark on it, and that means you pulled the fucking trigger. It's just so stupid. It's been to forensics at Quantico. They say, that, you know, the trigger was pulled, and he pulled it. If you're a Southern boy like you and me, Stu, you grow up with guns and you know things, okay? You don't proselytize the world how horrible guns are. You've used guns. And the one thing that's drilled in your head by your father or the male figure you hunt with are certain things. You never point a gun at somebody. And you always, always, always know if it has a round in it. And even when you know it doesn't have a round in it, you still check it. There's no way you can es escape culpability. All of us who have handled guns our whole life know <laughs> that it's your responsibility. It's nobody else's responsibility on that set. If somebody tells you, you know, that the gun's unloaded, you don't just take their word for it. It is a golden rule of gun ownership and gun use is you constantly check the chamber and make sure there's no round in there and you're safe. So I think he's toast. Geraldo was on Fox News last night. I didn't see. I saw a clip of it. And uh, he was saying he was just going off like liberals do, not having a being unhinged, not having a clue what he was talking about. Eyes. 
if that's a word. It, it makes, makes macho the people who possess it. Oh, look at me. I'm a big it's deal. A and, and it's rifle. It's not a rifle, Yes, it's Greg. a rifle. It's a, it is a machine. What does AR stand it is, for? It is, it is an automatic a rifle. No, that's not what it is. Well, I, all I know is that AR-15s have no place in okay. American society other than sport clubs. Okay. And I agree with him on that. These people, they don't want to know the truth. Well, the Secret Service has been weaponized in that the spokesman for the Secret Service in concert with the White House said they don't keep records uh, of comings and goings at Joe Biden's house in Wilmington, Delaware. I told you yesterday in our broadcast that was bullshit. It's no way the Secret Secret Service doesn't keep track of who active visitors are, and they wouldn't be doing their job. A private security, uh, a, a Richard Jewell, if he was in the, if he was doing security, he, they would keep a track. They would keep track of this. Well, as it turns out. Somebody else in the Secret Service ratted on them, and they are cooperating with the Republican. Uh, subpoena <laughs> that's got to piss off the higher ups chris ray let's talk about him for just a second he's at the world economic forum thing in davos what is he doing there he's the head law enforcement officer i want to tell you what he said but but first just a little bit of background on him he helped run a coup against the president of the united states okay um he had a he planned a fake kidnapping of Governor Whitmer in Michigan. He planted agitators during the January 6th protest to open up the gates and remove the barriers and to work up the crowd. His agency has actually paid big tech to cancel speech, speech that the Democratic Party and the left does not like. Well, he was at Davos, and in his speech, he freely admitted that the future of national security is a partnership between government and big tech. And I think the, uh, the sophistication of the private sector is, is improving, and, and particularly important, the level of collaboration between the private sector and the government, especially the FBI, has, I think, uh, made significant strides. Pretty much every technology we could talk about today uh, we see both great opportunity, but great, great dangers uh, in the wrong hands. It's the head law enforcement officer of the federal government. It's fucking unbelievable. They think they can get away with anything. They think we're stupid. I mean, look at his record. Look at their record. What they want to do is squash you like a bug so there can be no dissent. How, if you dissent, off to the gulag you go. That's what I got, Stu. Daily Mail had an article today, and it says women who are delaying marriage or having kids are the sleeping giants of American politics. How single woke females are bucking conservative traditions and turning into critical voters who would give Democrats the edge for years. And so they say this block of women is around 42 million single college educated women and their values are progressive democratic values now vacuous empty-headed um unlearned highly emotional and unhinged you forgot that part well i think these are smart people but i think they've been fed a crock of shit and a day will come where that reality 
will bite them in the butt when they're 45 years old. They realize they're not married. They don't have kids. They're effectively alone. They're married to their jobs. They're unhappy. And either they double down on that and become even more shrill, unhinged. But (laughs) I think they've been fed and are being actively fed a crock of shit. Like an example of this would be don't have kids because it's going to hurt the environment. I think that is psychotic. You know, it's the- it is psychotic. And uh, you know who else is psychotic is uh, Al Gore. Do you hear him at the World Economic Forum? He said the oceans are boiling, boiling. 212 degrees, dude. God damn, these people are just, they're idiots. And I think a lot of people's base nature is to be a people pleaser. And I think that's a trait that we see effectively in women. And I think when we have things like the disillusion of the family, where, you know, a woman gets validation from her father in a way that she doesn't get validation from any other man. And I think what she gets from that is that she gets a non-sexual based validation from her father, where the father isn't going to feed her a crock of shit. Her dad's going to tell her the truth about things, but still support her. Kind of that masculine, tough love that I think brings character. You know, it's kind of like if you're making a sword, you kind of have to pound out the imperfections by, you know, critiquing the blade. I think that's what a man's validation towards his daughter is, where it's tough love for the betterment of the next generation. And I think when that's kind of removed and a woman seeks to get validation from what she perceives to be the values of the culture and the values of what I would call um, the deep state, then she really isn't living for herself. She really isn't living for her own self-betterment. She's living to be a tool of the state and do the bidding of the state, which is to essentially, you know, as Klaus Schwab says, you will own nothing, eat the bugs and be happy. And that's, and that's sad. Stu, I'm impressed uh, with your knowledge of women. Um, I have found that women listen to authority much better than men. And it, to me, it's out of security, not really thinking through it. Now, this isn't all women, but the type of women we're, t- we're talking about. Um, you can be the biggest uh, charlatan in the world, but if you look like you're smart and and you have a position, you know, a license or um, some sort of uh, uh, nomenclature, uh, a lot of women will listen and almost obey that person. Um, I've seen that many, many times. And I think it has to do with this fundamental biology thing that you're talking about. Um, Sorry, those who want to call me a misogynist, but that's the way it works. And, um, you know, we each have our roles. And um, what Stuart is talking about is a dynamic that's been around since the beginning of time and you know we can't just say that this doesn't exist because we don't want it to exist men and women are different when they talk about this voting block i think what you will have is a 50 50 split 
where you will have those that will double down on it. And then those who will realize the the cruel truth that they've been fed a crock of shit for the past few decades. And they'll have what people call their red pill moment. And I think we can almost see an analog in Jacinda Ardern's resignation as the prime minister of New Zealand. And I think there could be multiple things as to why she's resigning. Maybe like she might be investigated by some sort of authority down the line. But I really think, and, you know, this is her quote herself, that, you know, she wanted to spend more time with her partner and daughter. And, you know, partner, code word. It's a man, but, you know, they're not not actually married, I I believe. Uh, They're... They're still planning on getting married. And so she felt like she didn't have it in the in her in her to be prime minister for four more years. Now, let me share with you the CNN take on this. So are you ready for this? Sure. Jacinda Ardern's resignation shows burnout is real, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. That's the CNN article. So we're supposed to expect that the apparatus that says things like the burnout is real and nothing to be ashamed out of is going to be the political voting block that's going to shake America's foundations to its core. You know what that translates to me. It's the feminization of leadership. Go ahead. There's an aspect of that. But it shows to me that these people, even though they're very loud and you know, they make up, they do have huge power sources. At the end of the day, they're not really in it for the long haul. And I think that's a reality that they're going to have to face. And I think they're also going to have to realize that, you know, as much as they preach these various values and stuff, Jacinda Ardern, who is a progressive World Economic Forum champion of this and that, you know, at the end of the day, she wants to go home, be a wife and spend time with her kid. Read Cosmopolitan, eat bonbons, and that innate need of every woman is to do the ironing and the wash for their husbands and to feed them a good meal at night. I'm not going to sign off on that, but I, I do think regardless of what we say, you know, she herself still feels a pull to something that looks traditional. And I think that's something that the left has yet to reckon with that you can't just beat these things out of us in a generation and that these things will surface within us because they've been a part of us for probably a hundred thousand years. We've opened up Pandora's box with anything goes. Um, And there was a reason why traditional marriage existed for thousands of years because it provides uh, structure and stability to society and allows it to function in an orderly and healthy way. And you throw all that stuff out the window and you get the, the LGBTQ grooming um, transsexual shows in front of four-year-olds um that we see today and some people have just no qualms about that it just shows you how this dystopian our society 
has become, how unraveled it has come when we have moved away from our traditional moorings. This weekend, people can see us talk a little bit more about this, you know, when we dissect Coco Briscoe, who okay. is, the, you know, 40-year-old woman who's trying to date and just kind of the level of, you know, sadness there is her, I guess, journey and romance. I mean, and all she has to do is fix a nice meatloaf and fetch some slippers and she'll be eternally happy. Yeah, not the therapy that she needs. Anyway. All right, Steve. Really... Go get them. Okay, I'll see you later. Bye. See ya. <laughs> You're, you've changed okay. your argument. Way to make a play for the middle class. I'm impressed. It's <laughs> just me. Yes, man, I can't. It's hilarious. Okay. Oh, Should so you're a states' rights guy now. A mayor. I knew this was going to wind up in uh, a crazy I mean, place. Fuck an animal shelter. Bye, Bill Clinton is a rapist. <laughs> 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 We've got <laughs>